Welcome to the Days and Confused podcast with your host, Diana Cano, where we normalize being days and confused at any stage in life. To be curious and to seek constant improvement, everyone is welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of Days and Confused with Diana. It is I, your host, Diana. I was having some audio issues, but I think it's control now. If you hear any static, I'm so sorry, but sometimes you just gotta fully send it and worry about the details later. Um, okay, so today we're gonna talk about something very exciting. I don't know why do I go, I don't know why, like in Spanish, it's like I have my normal tone, like my monotone, but then when I, like in English, it's like I have this other persona and it's like I go into this like super annoying, you know, high pitch bitch. Uh, mode I don't know why it's just like it's simple for me to like speak like that but um when I listen to myself it's like it's kind of sounds like that's not me but that's me if it makes sense like it kind of just depends but what but when you guys see but when well anyways today I want to talk about this experience that happened to me and I want to I like I really dive into this experience and like really took myself into like a, a deeper emotional level that way I could just like understand everything that happened through this experience and how can I make it like a lesson for everyone not just me because I'm still like dealing with this but I feel like this experience really really it felt like I was having another epiphany when 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 I as I was living this experience if it makes sense um it was It's silly because it's something super, super stupid. You're gonna, I want you to listen to this because it's like super stupid and I want you to laugh with me and at the same time learn. Maybe you already know this, but sometimes like we forget and I, I'm trying to like, um, I am working on mimicking like the lesson learned from this to, into like all the other areas of my life because, you know, um, it happens sometimes and life has a funny way to like, you know, test you sometimes and stuff like this happens. So here's my story about me getting my driver license <laughs> and the lessons learned. So November, December 2022, that's when I first, I got my very first driver license, American driver license. Let me just rephrase that, okay? So I have been driving in the U.S. for the past eight years, I think that I've been here. And in November, December 2022, I finally got my American driver license and there is significance to this story I could go into like the full like story of what was going through my head but I want to make it short and sweet because I don't want to give space to my excuses basically it resumes to like discomfort and anxiety like getting my driver license here in America gave me equals amounts of humongous anxiety and discomfort um it was not the same process as getting your driver license in mexico and i already knew this and people would say like every time that i would ask someone like how was the process nobody could give me like a straight like answer because they didn't remember because they had this driver licenses they were like 15 16 or whatever kind of like me you know but in mexico and, and the funny thing about this is that my father had paid for me to ace my driver license test because like such a thing is possible over there and mind you i had taken like a i had taken like a 
behind the wheel course and like I have prepared for the test and um, the reading test as well that we have over there in Mexico and I learned how to write um, I'm sorry I learned how to drive um, manual so with the shift gear and stuff you know the clutch and all the fun stuff yeah I learned that and like it's not that I didn't know how to drive it's just that um, my dad didn't want to risk it or didn't want to put me through that tough you know position where like there was a margin of you know error and I did confront him about it like afterwards like I know that I could have passed through my own merits but I don't know the point is the point is that I feel like I I feel like I was robbed of like earning something through my own merits but it wasn't the first time and it was not the last one so it doesn't matter <laughs> um the point is I knew that such thing wasn't capable I did look for that but it it wasn't possible here in the United States uh, things are a little bit harder and I didn't know no I didn't know someone that knew someone that could do that because um, I'm pretty sure stuff like that can happen here but um, it would be not as obvious than you know in Mexico so um, that is what happened so the majority of the thing is was like anxiety and doubt in myself and and my skills at the same time so i had a valid uh, mexican driver license and i've been driving with that one right and i'm always praised myself to be like a safe and good driver that you know um i never got caught <laughs> um i never got pulled over and i never got a ticket a, a ticket actually i did got a ticket in, in texas but it not in my system because it, it was a mexican driver license so i just pay for it basically and there's no record of it but the point is i procrastinated for so many years getting that as stupid as it sounds just because the thought of it made me uncomfortable and it sounds so fucking stupid i know you're gonna laugh because that's something that you do when you're a teenager right getting your driver's license um and i did in mexico but here it was a different story for me and I remember studying or taking a look at those questions in the online one and like not even understanding what the fuck the question was asking me for. And I know that back then I didn't have like a very like a good English like I have now. I feel like I have it's more solid. It's mass it like well I have ugh, I choked. Um I don't feel like I have I didn't have like a good English like I do now or I I wasn't as comfortable or confident in it as I am now. So 2022, I was manifesting a lot of crazy stuff and all of it became through. But the thing is that I put myself in a position where like it was do or do or do or die if you want to be extremist. Because in 2022, I needed my driver's license to renew my residency. I needed my driver's license because I needed to be able to get into the insurance I wanted to have uh, the car title transferred to my name because it was a gift. My car that I drive right now, it was a gift to me. And I wanted um, to solidify it. And I wanted to transfer the, the car title um, to my name. And I needed the, a driver license to do that. And I was also planning on, like, moving into an RV for 2023. Like, I was manifesting it. And 
I needed a driver license to do that if I needed to drive and stuff like that um, to rent a truck in order to be able to move the RV. Um, and my Mexican driver license was going to expire in 2023. So I finally got into a point where I could not longer stall it because I was going to create a bunch of fucking um, more chaos for myself or like more problems for myself so So procrastination it was not something that it was new to me but at that point it felt like i needed to exercise from procrastination like i needed to get it out of my system even though it's not that simple but it took me to into like an investigation of like how can it stop procrastination now i am no expert by all means but this is what i learned about procrastination and as well as my own experience so Take what resonates with you and drop what doesn't. But here's what I found. So I knew there was a pattern in things that make me ultra mega uncomfortable or like scare me or super extra anxious or like they're hard. And I'm like, I would just label them as hard to do. That will be any legal paperwork that it's not taxes or finances. (laughs) Anything and everything that's paperwork, I'm telling you, outside of finance, uh, just makes just make me uncomfortable at that point. It still does, but like right now, I have like a such a different mindset. Like 2023, I'm like, either learn or I pay for someone to do it and tough it up, you know. And it's like I am a person that if I want something, I'm always saying like I'm gonna find a way to like scrap money out of thin air in order to pay for the stuff that I want. Do pull whatever miracle I have to out of my ass and then do the stuff that I want. But at that point, let's remember the situation. I could not pay for someone to do it. And I was, uh, you know, I was just like, fuck. So I feel like in my research, I found like there's two areas of it. And one is the natural reason. And the second one is more like the psychological reason. So... I have here, the psychological reasons are perfectionism, fear of failure, fear of criticism, fear of avoidance, I'm sorry, avoidance, low self-esteem, a tendency to self-defeat, depression, and trouble focusing. And there could be more, but those are the main ones. And I was like, "Mm, you know what, nothing is resonating with me at this point. And it's also not helping me solve it. Like, what do I have to do to stop it? And in order to get a more understanding of that, I had to go into the more natural reasons, right? And so that's where I learned about um, how our brain has developed throughout the years and how we used to have a function in the amygdala called the fight or flight mode. That, um, and it used to help us just like in another time where we used to do a lot of like you know the hunting and um there was a lot of like risk in our environment and we had to survive and you know and now we live in like a more morally um uh routinely society i want to say you know um we don't do much of that stuff not to say that we don't get stimulated like that but that's the thing so our brains have developed and our lives and routines have developed but our brain still functions the same and the amygdala still has that fight or 
flight mode. It's more of like a misunderstanding of how your brain functions. And not being aware of this, I want to say that it's what creates those patterns. Um, if you're not aware of something, how something works and how to stop it, you're always going to be repeating it. And I feel like that's pretty much what was happening to me at this point. So there was this research in Germany where they compared the brains of the procrastinators and the non-procrastinators and using an MRI machine. And they found out that the brains of the procrastinators have larger amygdala, which is a part of the limbic system, and that's what triggers the fight-or-flight mode. And the procrastinators are also reacting emotionally, and the, it's the emotion-focused, like, coping response to escape. So that's what procrastination is, is the emotion of escaping. It's like your brain gets triggered with something that frightens you and it wants to escape. That's our fight or flight mode. That's what we were wired for. That's how our brain functions, whether we want it or not. It, and it can go into a spiral. Like I, I can procrastinate something and then get depressed about it and then like keep procrastinating and keep getting depressed. And you go into that whole cycle and it's like it's not your depression that causes procrastination. It's your misunderstanding of procrastination, what it is and how to stop it um so it's just an emotion and it's a coping mechanism like the brain is protecting me of doing this because it's triggering like a lot of like anxiety and stress when i'm thinking about doing this task that it's you know legal paperwork and getting my driver license and all the what ifs what if i fail what if i need to pay again whatever whatever right so my brain is like helping me, reassuring me like, I don't want this negative emotion, so let's just avoid doing this task at all. By you giving in to this, it's like, okay, you're listening to your body, but it's not helping you in the end because like there are some tasks that you just need to get done. And I want to say like having this like better connection with yourself and like how things work, how your body works can help us to you know like, when it's time to listen to it and when it's time to not and just have like a better relationship with ourselves so so here's where it gets interesting the research says that people can actually learn to control their emotions through mindfulness and it was proven in this study search for the people that were in the procrastinator side they have them doing mindfulness and other non-judgmental awareness um through the course of eight weeks and after that, they found out that the amygdala actually shrunk and they had a better connection to their prefrontal cortex. That it actually boils down to just stopping that pattern. And, and as simple as it sounds, procrastination is solved by action. It's getting yourself to do something that you don't like doing. And you know, in the research, they recommend breathing muscle relaxation exercises practice non-judgmental awareness and they also mention mindfulness i want to take it a step further and expand on that because like when i was reading this research it was like well it sounds easy but it's like jargon you know it's like you're not giving me what to do to stop it you're just saying something that is so broad you know and I'm all about the details. Like, I need to know the detail exactly. So for mindfulness practices, 
meditations, affirmations, and hypnosis are things that help you be back in the moment. For breathing, I have a couple different techniques that, you know, worked for me. Breathing in for four seconds, holding it eight, and then exhaling in six seconds. So there's another one that I like better, which is, and it's simpler, and I can do it like anywhere without like holding my breath. So you breathe in once, and as you're holding that breath, you breathe another time, and as you're holding that breath, you breathe in for a third time. And I feel like that one, after just the first time doing it, I just feel like so much clear-headed. It's like instantaneous for me to notice that. And after a couple of those reps, I feel so much more relaxed. Stopping the pattern. You can stop the pattern with those same steps. Like, let me just take a second and, you know, uh, do these. Like, breathing and, like, chill. And you can also do well, what Mel Robbins recommends, which is the five-second rule. And you count backwards, like. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm gonna stop thinking about this. Blah, 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 blah. Or five, four, three, two, one. I'm gonna start doing this. And you take opposite action. So like, I don't want to wake up. In five, four, three, two, one, you do wake up. If I'm doing something and I think about the rule, it's like, okay, then I'm gonna do it. And that includes me recording this podcast episode right now. Stopping and acknowledging your feelings can also be journaling if you have time. It can also be sending yourself a voice memo. I do that sometimes because I'm always doing something or I'm always driving and just doing something. Or sometimes I'm just lazy to, like, sit down and write. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I want to do things, you know. Um, So I grab a voice message and, like, I just record myself. Like, okay, what's happening? Like, okay, I'm stopping this thing. And as silly as it sounds, it can also help you, again, be more mindful in the moment for some people it's as easy as like okay i'm gonna start doing the opposite and they just do it which is fine props to you some people don't have to think about it that much but there's a lot of people you know that we're used to overthinking and it's like we need this sort of like step tools to in order to like prepare ourselves like in order to prepare and i want you to remember that they amygdala in the study changed after eight weeks so it's not immediate result it's not something that you're going to see overnight, you know. It's like it's going to take time and we have to praise or wins. Even if it's like getting yourself to do one out of five things, I want to say like praise yourself for doing that because at the end of the day, like nobody is going to praise you and nobody is going to come um, recognize you for what you've done, what you've accomplished, but yourself. So the way I see it is like I can either allow myself to die in, in you know, depression and like waiting for someone else to come save me or which is not going to happen because it hasn't happened. <laughs> or do I start learning how to control my life and like take those actions to build the life that I want, you know? So it's hard. It's super hard because like getting rid of your victimhood mentality, it's simple, but it's difficult. It's not easy. But again, nothing in life is. And if you think about it, it's like it wasn't in my specific situation. It was like it's not going to be easy to stop this pattern. But if I don't stop it now, it's still going to create more problems. Like I would have still, you know, it would have been a whole mess. And then maybe I, I wouldn't have been 
being able to get my RB because, like, I needed my ID and, you know. And then when renewing my, my legal immigration paperwork, like, could have been a problem. And then I'm traveling again. So it's like I needed a ballot, you know, United States license ID. So it's like I couldn't get away with it anymore. And as silly as it sounds, it's like I like to find meaning on the silliest of things or, like, the simplest of things. There is a quote that says that the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And I want to say that there's, like, truth to that. And it's a quote that I want you to, you know, keep in your mind for this episode. And I hope that you find some value and I was able to give you some reassurance because, like, everyone goes through this stuff. Maybe you don't need to deep dive into it the way that I did. Um, maybe you do. It's like you gotta do whatever works for you, and everyone's different. And but just remember that you know, um, at the end of the day, you're not alone in this world. You know, we are all going through this collectively. At even if it's at different periods of time, it's like you know, we're all going through this. So just think about it, food for thought. Just think about it and journal about it. Like, maybe ask yourself, like, does it have to be this hard? Am I choosing to make it hard on myself? Or why am I choosing to make it hard on myself? Do I want to continue making my life hard and keep putting myself in stressful and anxious situations? And if the answer is no, then here's some things that you can implement. And also, if you need like help to like understand more and like how to make it easier for you so i want to say that these two books like combined they're like really good combo to deal with this specifically and these are the the five second rule by mel robbins and atomic habits by james clear and you can also google the article the brain of a procrastinator uh, by stephanie boza that's b-o-z-z-z-a um you know that's all i have for today folks and i hope you found some value in in this experience and you know it was fun for me to record it was fun for me to share and like i'm still learning from this experience as well and i'm doing my best right now in this moment with like what's happening right now this moment in my life to not repeat my patterns and i feel like i'm doing good and I'm not gonna lie like right now I can give you the example of like I'm having a hard time sticking to my jiu-jitsu classes I have really good weeks and then some other not good weeks where I don't show up and that's because you know it's a extremely difficult sport that makes me extremely uncomfortable and sometimes I avoid it just to avoid those like uh difficult emotions that come out after every practice and You know, I I just praise myself whenever I go and whenever I don't, I try not to make it as hard. And at the end of the day, I know that the cumulative of the days that I do go, it's better than like the ones that I don't. It's still like a work in process. And I want you to know that. So you don't get this courage of whatever it is that you're going to implement it now. Maybe it's cool and maybe with the gym and, you know, um or any other extracurricular activity it's like i feel you just do not get discouraged you will not fail unless you drop the ball you know even if like i'm telling you even if it's like you do one out of five times you are not failing you're already winning 
you're always going to win so as long as you don't drop the ball. And that means stop doing it. You stop, you know, and give in into your bad habits, you know? So, yeah, that is all I have to say. And I wish you a very, very good day, a very, very good life, and wish you success in all your endeavors that you're enjoying right now. I gotta go. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you like this episode, give us a like, a share, or a review on Spotify, or whatever it is you're listening. Make sure to subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. If you'd simply like to tell a friend about the show, that will help us out too. If you share on Instagram, don't forget to tag me. I love to see your thoughts and insight. Have, Have a wonderful week. Sending you energetic strength your way, no matter what you're going through, I believe in you, so fight back. Be sure to tune in for our next episode and I'll see you in the next one.